0: What's up guys and welcome you're listening to the Voices of the Black and Gold where we talk everything LAFC, the good and the bad. I'm your host LAFC Hawaii and today we're going to talk about um, LAFC against Dallas and um, uh, where we won, we took three points and then uh, who did we play the last match?
1: Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. Minnesota, we uh, we tied and took one, so we got four out of the two two games. But yet we're still in ninth place. Um, we have only a handful of games left to uh, get above that line in the playoffs. So yeah, let's let's just jump into it. Uh, the the Dallas game, it was a good game. Um, you know, it was a three two match. Uh, LaFC pulled it out. And we needed those points. Uh, To be honest, I definitely didn't think it was going to be that hard of a game for LAFC. I thought it was one that we could have ran away with. Um, But they fought. And, uh, you know, we ended up pulling it out. And when it comes to the Minnesota game, uh, I just feel like the guys didn't show up. We're lucky that we walked away with a point. Um, And, yeah, that's that's where I am on all that. Uh, So four points is better than none. And uh, it keeps us still in the race, uh, but you know, look, our game—we have a game tomorrow against uh, Seattle, and that's going to be a hard one to get any points from. Uh, if we walk away with a point, we'll be lucky, uh, you know, because they're one of the best teams in the MLS. So, yeah, man, we're 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 on that line, but we just can't seem to have everything go our way from us winning the games to the people that we need to lose matches uh, so we can gain points. And, you know, it, it's just uh, LAFC has put themselves in a position and, and, we're hopeful, but it's, it's a big hope. Uh, so, also- so. What do you think, man? Yeah,
2: man, you know, it's
3: it, it's, it's a hopeful it, – we're all hopeful, but um, the good news is that we control our own destiny and uh, believe that if we won at all of our games, which there's three of them, two of them at home against direct competitors for the last spot, um, we can pull this off and go to the playoffs. The problem is our roster is fairly depleted, and outside of Christian Arango, we haven't had a good answer. On how to build a a winning roster, uh, you know, to a consistent roster, if you may, uh, starting with goalkeepers all the way to the midfield. Uh, I believe really the only position that we have assurance on is Christian Durango and and his success that he's had um, after the departure of Diego Rossi, you know, and that's another thing. As we were praising Diego Rossi here in the the little pre-show we do, um, one thing came to my mind that it was almost imperative for him to leave in order to, for Arango to have the space, the confidence, and you know, essentially become what he has become so far. Um, the question is now remains: is who can we build around Christian, around Chicho, in order to you know consistently win not only at home but also away? Uh, in this last couple of games, we sort of that sort of showed that. We have some offensive power and we can we can we can get ahead, but unfortunately on the road, you know, teams beat us one way or another. Um, I thought it was gonna be a really tight game in Minneapolis and I expected a tie, a low low, uh, a low affair, yeah, a low scoring affair, to be honest. And uh, you're right, Hawaii. We are very lucky to get out of that game with a tie. Uh, Reynoso was all over. Edwards and uh, Cheeky Palacios; those guys must be having nightmares with Reynoso. The crosses in the area were plentiful from that team, and they've missed so many that you know our goalkeeper, to be very honest, had no chance against. So, yes, very lucky to get away with the with the tie. Um, Very, very interesting that it happened the way it did with Tyler Miller. You know, uh, having the 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 big, you know, the big nutmeg goal. You know, unfortunately, I I was about to tweet things about his performance and how it compared to some of the the current goalkeepers that we've had since him. You know, in every category, he's been statistically better. Um, You know, but ultimately, we ended up, (laughs) you know, he ended up having that terrible goal. And I honestly believe LAFC gets in his mind because he did not have a good performance in the first game uh, that ended up in a 2 2 tie. We should have won that game, to be very honest. And we should have probably won this game as well. We could have gone up two nothing at uh, the chance there that uh, we had at the end of the first half and, and ended up kind of throwing that away, you know. And honestly, those are the chances that that we must capitalize in order to have a winning season. And you know, if you're going to say we're an unlucky team, you know that that's where the unluck of our or lack of luck of our team was. You know, it was at that moment right there because two nothing uh, on the road. That team would probably been very demoralized. And, uh, you know, we might have even seen Papa Harvey in there to completely close down the fort. But <laughs> it didn't happen. Four out of six on the road is it, you would consider a good uh, a good result. But now we're looking at nine points, three of those, uh, you know, six of those against, uh, you know, top three opponents. They are trying to get seed. So, you know, the thought that they're going to rest guys, you know, I, I don't believe in it because everybody's trying to get that first, first, uh, first week by or first game by. So, you know. The, the 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 tall order becomes you gotta beat seattle and colorado in the span of like a week and a half so good luck with that and in the middle by the way you have vancouver which is actually one of the better away teams that we've had in mls oh and by the way the sounders are the best one uh you know so we're gonna have to do that first so <laughs> i'll leave it there open right. up to some of the other people here uh to see how we're gonna get there because again it's a nine out of nine situation jp's here he thinks we can do seven out of nine and and, and come out of uh, come out of this with the last spot, but I can tell you it's gonna t- it's gonna re- require a lot of number crunching if we even get a tie out of this last three games.
0: Yeah, I was gonna invite JP, but he isn't on here because I've seen he's very optimistic in the chat, and he's so here. I wanted to he's see. here, and I, wanted, I just invited him to speak. I wanted to see uh, how how he got the seven points because I have a hard time finding the seven points. Um, but you know, dude, honestly. Yeah, you know, uh, we've I put think ourselves, including in the break.
4: the earthquake win at home. I think he's including that one because after those three, it's, it's seven.
0: No, I know, but I'm saying we he thinks. Uh, well, actually, he's here. Come on, Jake. Oh, come on he, in. It man. feels like
3: we have three games and we can we can win two and tie one, right? So I, even if I we tie say, the game and, and no, you obvious. said that we oh,
1: got. Oh, he showed up. Us.
0: Let's
5: I hear didn't it. say I didn't say I. I wholeheartedly believe we can do that. I said if we do that, we'll make playoffs. No, you
0: know? J.K., I'm saying you're being very optimistic, and I like it. So let's hear your theory. Come on.
5: I mean, we can be Seattle. I think we can be Seattle. You know. Um, you do. I yeah. I I think I, I think we can. I, it wouldn't shock me. You know, nothing about LAFC would shock me this season. If we go out and win these next three games, I wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't. The way the season's been going, do I think it's likely? I don't think so. But anything can happen with this team. You know, if if the Las Vegas Lights beat SKC 4-0, regardless if it was maybe SKC's worst game of the season, it still happened. You know, this team, if if they show up to play, then they'll do it. What happened when when Bob made those two subs at the 25th minute against Dallas? They showed up to play. Raheem Edwards came into play. These other players came in. And and we ultimately won. And I think these games just come down to attitude. And if they have the right attitude, then they they should get the three points. Um... Obviously, Bella coming back might help the team's mentality. The a leader comes back, but you know, is it easy? No. And if the LFC doesn't make playoffs, then they don't deserve to make playoffs. But if they do, then then they obviously deserved it, especially with you know the three hard, or maybe the three hardest teams or the three hottest teams right now in the league, especially in the West. Um, is it likely? I give it a sixty percent chance we make playoffs, honestly. But so kind of so who, very
0: clear. So real who quick, do you? So, who do you see very the clear. seven points coming from, JP? Like, what? Yeah, what...
3: let me clarify something, like is is important. Uh, what I said is that even if we get seven points, it's not guaranteed that we make the playoffs because you might end up with a situation that we are all at that same point, you know, and dif- and then the differential is going to take RSL over. By the way, RSL has one more game to play, and they're above us. Understands? Remember that. So, but go ahead, JP. How do you feel like those uh, seven points are going to come? My argument is the only way in is three ways. Let me
6: let me ask too. Like, what team are we going to bump out of the playoffs? JP, if we if we beat Vancouver,
5: we beat them in goal differential. We will tie with them in points, and we we'll beat them in goal differential. So I think that takes Vancouver out of the equation. I think I okay. think it'll be Seattle, and then I think the Rapids are going to rest players their final day, their final week because they they're 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 solidified as third so the, the last week they might not care that's my that's my you know optimistic approach but frazier or you know mls extra time has been saying how colorado and frazier have been trying new things this week these last weeks you know to to so maybe he they he try something you know try something new the last week on decision day and you know doesn't put his best 11 and, and we you know take three points away um uh, obviously we'll be playing our best game because it's decision day with nothing to lose um but, yeah, I mean, Seattle's, Seattle's our, our rival, regardless if we want to, you know, think about Carson or not. Seattle's our second rival, and that's a chippy game. So, I want Bob to, you know, scream at them, yell at them, break break half the dressing room to get these guys pumped up for tomorrow, you know. Um, it's those types of games, and it's going to be a chippy game. And, and I think, you know, with the players that we're going to have on the field, um, we're going to play the way Seattle plays against us. We're, we're going to try to bully them and not, you know, really focus on on football, like Bob says. You know, we should all go out there and bully them and, and play play physical football, and then maybe we'll pose pose our, our pose ourselves. Then, but you know, that's just my my optimistic approach to it. You hey, know? I like it,
0: I like the optimism. I like it. It could it. be it could it, be as
5: easy as it could be as easy as Seattle shows up and plays better than us because we don't have our best guys and they beat us three zero. You know, it could also be that. But again, okay. anything could happen with this team.
0: And then uh, seeing the, um, the, the uh, injury report, Vela is not on it. He wasn't even questionable, which leaves to everyone to believe that there's a good chance that we're going to see Vela tomorrow. So there might be a chance that we see Arango, Vela, and Rodriguez for the first time, which will be awesome. Um, I mean, I – I guess awesome for Bella just coming back in general, like he's finally going to play a match for LAFC this year or whatever. Um, But, you know, listen, it would be great if we get those points from, from uh, Seattle. Um, I don't know if I'm as optimistic as, as you are JP. uh, I'd like to
6: know JP, who do you think we're going to push out? You know, ahead of us, we have San Jose, Vancouver, Galaxy. San Jose
3: is not ahead of us. San Jose is out.
6: Oh, sorry, sorry. RSL, RSL, not San Jose. I misspelled. Um, I mean,
5: it could be anybody, honestly. Like, because Minnesota has three tough games. They play Vancouver. They play the Galaxy, and then they play, I think, SKC, who's still in the hunt for first place. So SKC is going to play that game, you know, with their best guys. Um, we beat with us beating Vancouver. We should jump them. So I guess that bumps Vancouver out, and then I think Minnesota. Has a tough schedule, so they drop. They don't. They drop points. I think those two are the teams we, we drop. But easily, easily, you know, RSL could RSL could lose their last two games too because they play the Timbers, and I think they play somebody else still in, in contention.
3: They play SKC.
5: Yeah. So they last so, week, but so, they have four
3: games, so they yeah, have that. They they can they can lose a game. You know what I mean? If they
5: have one more game to play. And then RSL just, just lost. lose the fire. So so they're still inconsistent too. You know. Again, anything can happen. It could be it's those three teams that we could we could bump out. Um, but, again, we have to show up and, and win. Uh, I still think destiny is in our hands to some degree. Um, if, if we win tomorrow, it's still in our hands. But if we, you know, tie tomorrow or lose tomorrow, then, yeah, this is, this is over. And we need to, you know, crunch numbers, pray, uh, do whatever we need to do.
0: I mean, to think about that, man. We put ourselves in such a position. That we have to beat Seattle for our hosts. I mean, dude, that uh not- That's a tough position to be in.
6: (laughs) Do you think Seattle can eliminate us in in one game? I mean, I do. I don't, I I think we, I
5: I mean, I'm hopeful that we win tomorrow, but again, it doesn't surprise us because it's Seattle and they just, Brian Schmetzer just has Bob's number and you know, that's just no, well, not it is. not at
3: home. It was only one loss, so you, this again, it, you have an advantage of playing at home, and when Vela plays, we have a, even a bigger advantage. So again, if you if you're going to talk about odds, like the, the odds are actually in our favor to beat Seattle as long as we can put a convincing you know starting eleven in there, and like our go, goalies don't shit the bed, you know, and like I get mean, a, an listen, easy go at we
0: we don't have all to. I mean, you know, the midfield man when you us not having it on to us. Yes, the mean. midfield's
3: a concern. Yeah, and it's going it, to have to be, real you know, piss a lot of counter-strike. I mean, the second half of the last game, possession was 80-20. You know, put that in your mind that we just didn't have the ball at all. We had 40 passes for the entire 46 minutes. That's I ridiculous, mean, but that's I the way to end I,
0: I was going to say even the first half, dude, we bar- it felt like we barely touched the ball. Yeah, second Minnesota. half was worse. worst you know in minnesota it felt like we barely touched it i, I even Happy. tweeted i was like dude i've never seen i've never seen lafc play on the counter so much like it was it was crazy yeah, how and, and much yeah. they had the ball and we didn't
4: and watching lafc try well, we to play out of the counter watching them try to counterattack it's, it's like they were forcing a goal you know cuz you can't like the whole second half of minnesota is just minnesota making first time touches passes and they're already in the box they're crossing it thank god for for black men you know getting the balls but that's not that's not gonna fit and especially when the midfield's tired from trying to run all the way up and then coming back down it's not like it's not it's not good that the midfield's doing that and then they're letting the passages go you know it's not
0: good yeah. who did you say black man or black no, bl- black men. the goalie the goalie yeah the goalie Okay, so, yeah, we need to talk about that, too. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest the fan of the goalie. That's
4: not, that's not good. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've never seen a goalie not catch the ball like that. I mean, like, it seems like he he always punches it out, and there seems like there's times that you should punch it out. There's times that you shouldn't. But he punches out every single one, and it always leaves us vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's that's something, with the goal because he punched it out. He yeah, decided to punch it out. and but scored. now, But now – Celso has a whole different view on it because he looks at numbers and he seems to think like he's actually doing a good job. So, Celso, you want to go into the goalie at all?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, we can. And I think we should because I think he did some good things and he did some not-so-good things. The not-so-good thing, as I thought, was the goal. I thought he was extremely uh, – he was guilty of it. Um, the fact that he's so tall – and then we have a goalkeeper expert here. I want some, uh, some input on that from, from Nelson, whenever that is. But the fact that we had someone so tall – when that ball came at him at 90 miles an hour whatever that thing came at him because that was a missile, you know, he he still told that he wasn't able to put that ball up and away. You know, he put it right in front and to the side. And then, um, you know, the striker had a clear path shot and the goal. But at any shorter goalkeeper would have naturally put that ball up and away, right? So the his height you know, almost like worked against him there because of the fact that he had proximity and again i i love some feedback on that because i really felt that his height hurt him more than helped him there
0: yeah you know i i just i don't know man he makes me nervous back there um i know he has um you know i I know people are saying oh he has good feet and he you know he clears it good and whatever okay that's great but and, and what he does bring to the table is always- the long shots,
3: like which Vermeer was terrible with, for example. And then, like he's very solid with that. And then his one-on-one v one-on-one, you know, he grows in front of a, an opponent really, really fast, and has been really solid in those one-on-one positions because that's where we've been scored on in the past. So you know, I do believe he can be coached towards you know through these imperfections, which is again, yeah, you know, securing the ball a little bit better. You know, that's rust too. This guy was, uh, you know, was like un a sign you know not playing for a long time his saving percentage is really good so i mean if we can bring him up to the 70 percent that he is career-wise right we can have really good success with him because he does really a lot of good things for us those one-on-one v V one-on-one situations i'm not so sure that any of the goalkeepers that we've had before would have stopped him and yet he did it so again in the long shots why Why not you know i'm sorry
5: why not Coach Romero, though? Like, well,
3: I think Romero got, got, got his time. And, like, you know, Bob was asked about that. And now we're giving this guy a shot. Like, he had not a, a big enough sample size. And what I've seen I'm, so far is mixed. And I want to see more of it. I don't think putting, uh, you know, Massey in there is going to give us, a, uh, you know, a, a bump up. Because he's not bringing us down because he brings other elements that, unfortunately, Massey is still developing. And maybe next season he's going to be better at all of it. But right now, it's an open competition. And it's this kid's turn. And I like the fact that we're giving him a chance. He's got the pedigree and he's got some good stats under his belt. And even with a shitty defense like he had it for the last few weeks that keeps changing, yet he keeps coming up with good saves, right? But again, he has to come up with the basics, right? Which is secure the ball when it comes at you. And you know, you're a big dude. You gotta be in a little bit better positioned in your crossings because they're all over the place. Some of them you're there, some of it you're just a statue, and we don't like that. Yeah. but
0: see I would make the argument that Tomas had the worst defense that we had yeah. so he for for what he was dealing with he did a really good job and he made great saves also so that's sort of where I'm torn at like I don't know man I just felt I felt more comfortable when when uh Tomas was at was at uh the goal to be honest it just you know I, I don't I just don't get it I'm sort of like JP I, I just don't I don't
5: get my, it. My my thing is is the attitude, or the you know, as the goalie, you need to you need to assert yourself into that position, and you know Jamal to me is just too quiet. Well, hold on, he just got his there. Resume, man. He
3: just got there.
5: Yeah, but 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 still, you know, that's why exactly you just got there, so you, you got to make yourself known. You can't be shy in, in goal. I, I I get you know new country, new league, and everything, but you need to start screaming. You need to let them know you're you're the first voice of the back line. All right. You know, you need to get them together. And if you've seen Peter Check, you learned under Peter Check at Chelsea, you you played in the Premier in, in the Premiership and the Premier League, you can't stay quiet and, and yeah, play in those leagues. You like, can't. to me, you have to – you know, the, the Minnesota game was the most comfortable. I've seen him, you know, the most dominant. But still, like, you need to start screaming at these guys, especially with how shaky our defense is. I don't – they focus the camera on him, and I don't see him, you know – Telling these guys to position yeah. themselves. And I yeah. think that's the biggest issue. On the, on the, uh, experience,
4: the... too. Because with, with Romero, he, he just came straight out of college. That's a, and then I agree with, on that. With, with Blackman, he's coming from Europe. The thing with LAFC mm-hmm. is they're not getting players that have experience. Because a lot of guys... Um, Danny Trejo, well, he's got
3: a ton of experience, as you're saying. You're absolutely right on that.
4: 100%. Uh, Danny Trejo, he was a big kid from c the Valley. I'm a Valley kid. Big kid mm-hmm. representing us, but... Well, where's he at? He's not playing with us. He's playing in, in, in the lights. And then mm-hmm. half of the, of the squad is is players coming from from the second division of MLS. Well, what was that league? Um, uh, USL. USL, USL. USL. USL coming from USL or coming from college. But there's no players that have that MLS experience because we've noticed that with players like like uh, the best way to put it is is Atlanta. They they got Parker. They got Gonzalez. They all have experience in the MLS. And then they all came in. The same thing happened with LAFC, but that was only for the first year. Once the second year came, they got rid of almost everybody that had the experience and brought
3: youngsters. And then what happened with Zimmerman, he had a well, we, we thought Corey Baird was the answer to the MLS yeah, experience yeah, that was, uh, issue was, that you described was, I remember. thought he was good.
4: I thought he was a good fit for LAFC.
3: No. You know, did you really? I
4: thought so. I mean, he was putting in the goals, you know. You mean, Rossi but he was he road. was pushed
3: out at RSL, right? He yeah. was pushed out at, at Real Salt Lake yeah. um, because he was not a good fit there. So, he was already a, a rehabilitation process when he came to LAFC. And, yeah. like, very soon we knew that. So, I think you know,
0: it's, he, it's, it's, he, it's he a lot of
3: experience. That's that's probably the main thing.
0: Bro. Yeah, but I gotta disagree with you, man. I I was not a Baird fan. Really? I thought uh, he was, I thought he no was way, dude. Because he was putting some Rose. goals, in. it
4: was at the time where no one was putting goals in. Like Rossi was putting yeah. some in, but nobody was putting. Other,
0: no, and no, I I, I completely you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I just felt like he was a, uh, one half player. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, if if he if he did well at the at the in the first half he didn't show up on the second. If he didn't do well in the first, he showed up in the second. Yeah. It was never – I'd never seen him put together a full 90. I think, and honestly for – me, For me, that's a problem, you know. The
3: only great U.S. – He probably okay. would have been helpful right now, like The only good player <laughs> – well, We're is, struggling think, for
4: players. Is Musovsky because he's consistent, but he just doesn't get that play time. Yeah. That's the thing. Honestly, well, no, he can't – Musabsi should not be
3: complaining about playing time anymore because yeah. he's getting a ton of it. He's yeah, showing he us is. good things. He's probably showing the reason why we traded away from from, from Corey Baird because yeah. I feel like some of the homegrown products wanted some more time and, you know, essentially that, you know, it was not better to play Corey Baird at the money that he was getting paid, right? you much rather stick with the guys that you've grown and, 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 and are doing a really good job for you on the cheap.
0: Yeah. For me, I feel like Moose is lucky that Apaku got hurt because I feel like we've, we're really missing Apaco. Yeah, That's
7: just me. Yeah. I, I feel like
0: we're really, really missing him. Uh, Uruguay, come on in, man.
7: Well, um, back, on, back on Blackman, uh, I think there's a, a little thing that we're missing, and it's Blackman doesn't know Spanish. Uh, Cisnega is completely bilingual. Uh, Romero Nelson maybe can tell us. I don't think he's fully bilingual, but he knows the basics uh, in Spanish. And you've got Chiqui, uh, Palacios, Murillo, Sifuentes, uh, Arango, Brian. All of them don't know English. And if they know English, it's like the real, real basics. Like you can tell by uh, listening to their interviews. I've never seen them doing an interview in English. It's always in Spanish and with a translator. Yep. Yep. So, um that language barrier for me may be one of the reasons why Blackman is kind of shy, like uh, he doesn't shout that much, maybe because Chiki Murillo, the the defenders can't understand what he's saying. And uh, that's why I I feel like having uh, Cisniega or Romero would be key to this squad. Also Moon doesn't know English, and then I know any of, uh, not not any of our keepers know how to speak uh, Korean, but it's that that little details that can help the chemistry uh, to be built up in the team. I mean, if if a if a keeper is unable to communicate um, fully with their defenders or with their, their midfielders, then of course um, it, it, it's gonna be tough. I mean, uh, I, I think you could get my point. You for in for my opinion, if you don't have a bilingual goalkeeper. In a squad like the one LAFC has, you are screwed.
0: Right. Right. Because the majority of them do speak Spanish. I mean, we we actually talked about this a few episodes ago about how hard it must be for Moon. And, you know, I mean, listen, (laughs) he's trying to learn English and he's trying to figure out Spanish. So, you know, the kid is, he's really against it. But then you're right. When it comes to a goalie, like, to try to give any directions is just a bunch of hand movements, I, I would assume, <laughs> if you can't speak Spanish, you know, like, it just... Um, but that's an that's, unacceptable
3: excuse in Major League Soccer. I'm really sorry. And if it is, it's a problem with the roster it has been constructed. You know, as a dual, you know, language citizen of this country, I have a deep problem with the fact that people cannot communicate. And it's the language of football. So, I, I have a tough, tough issue with that explanation. I'm not saying it's not true because of the stupidities that we've seen us do in terms of building rosters. But, man, if that's really the reason why we're having poor communication in the back, that we
7: cannot speak a common language, we're in deep trouble. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's the only factor. It's one of them, because the the lack of communication was also there when Cisniega started and when Tomás started. It's only one of the factors, and for me it's really important. But yeah, I completely agree with you. A good footballer should speak the language of football. Then, of course, knowing a common language may be helpful. <laughs> but but the, the yeah, I, I I agree with you. The lack of communication is not only because of that, uh, and and I don't think that's what I said. And if that's what uh, you no, understood, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Saying, but...
3: I, I'm saying that it, it's it, and then I said it's probably true. But right, but it's complacency, in my opinion, that that it, it takes over and i see a lot of it um mama uh, mama do uh, fall you know uh, cheeky was late a lot and in one of those headers that i described in the in the beginning that you know he was completely late and and laud was completely open and you know you name it you know he, he fall goes and taps um uh Chiki in the in the in the chest kind of like wake up man like you know mental uh, there's other cues that are outside of verbal in a soccer pitch that your defense has to be accustomed to having product of the fact that these guys don't play together as often as a line and it's showing and the line begins with the goalkeeper and, and it has changed as well right so we're also having a little bit of ramifications there but you know again yeah. I, I, the communication issues are are glaring right and again how I'm not picking on you I'm just saying that I feel like the, the the roster was poorly built because if a language is a problem here, then we had to at least account for the fact that some guys may get hurt, right? And we may need someone to translate everything. Maybe it's black men or the other black one, right? That that can maybe speak both languages and, 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 and be peacemaker and everything. But at the end of the day, you know, I think black man, the goalkeeper, is the most equipped goalkeeper right now. He's got the experience. We got a lot of young guys out there in and honestly, Romero may not want to be part of this complete shit show again. I, I used the word shit three times already in the show because it is their point, right? He might just want to wait and watch this one from the stands while, while we figure this out and have a decent new roster next year that we can build upon, right? There's a lot of positives we can take from the season despite all the, the failures that we've had. And it looks like we're yeah. going no, so towards I, another I, I want, failure, I, I... which is the playoff failure.
0: Yeah, I want to be clear. Like, uh, Uruguay, you didn't say anything wrong. I think you definitely have a great point, but I also see what you're saying. Celso. like when it comes to it, like when you're a footballer, you're going to travel places that you aren't going to know the language and you just got to figure it out. You got to do your best. I'm fired up today. Yeah, I'm you fired up do- today. You're you, my form. I'm fired up. Let, no, no, uh, no. I think, I think you both have a great point. Uh, let I, me, I, agree, um, I agree with both of you. Um,
2: they'll, they'll, you know, they'll they'll I, I want to talk. This. I want to, um, uh, he probably have, he have a lot of experience. He's 27 years old. He's, he's supposed to be in the peak right now. Like, uh, you know, he, it's not like he trained, he trained with a lot of big coaches. Uh, you know, uh, when he, how, uh, how long did he be doing this? Almost 10 years. He probably started when he was 17. or you know, professional. I don't know when he signed. He have a lot of experience, I think. Um, and I was a coach, you know, you know you signed him for three months. They they know they had him. Uh, they already know they was bringing him before anything, no matter who get hurt or whatever, Siniega or whatever, or Tomas. They know they want going to bring him. They was not going to – this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is my uh, – they was going to thinking, okay, Nela, don't – Tried to make the big mistake that we did it before that we signed a goalkeeper and we signed him for two years and it was a lot of money with okay. the mayor, right? Yes, and yeah. you know, and we this problem, you know, you guys say it, you you, you say, as somebody said, it Tomas is gonna start and later on they're gonna switch him. We know it was gonna happen, you guys know it, huh?
0: Yeah,
2: and, and that's yeah. not happening right. only, only in our club because I don't see. Um, Happen to the other class. You know, somebody get hurt or somebody make mistakes, they still keep sticking with that goalkeeper. We know that Tomas, look, to this point, I say, okay, he got the opportunity. I don't think so. They never believe in Pablo. They got, they, you know, I, I, listen, Pablo never did nothing wrong. That's what I'm thinking. Huh? I prefer Pablo, be, in my opinion, I take Pablo before this guy that he's there because he costs us. We, we got lucky. That we don't lose the game, huh? Mm-hmm. Like he made some. Listen, he had the best game that he ever played, but he made some saves. But the goalkeeper may say, go? You control everything, and you control your destiny." Mm-hmm. When he made that save, that save, and he grabbed the ball or punched it out, the whole game changed. The whole game changed because they came back. Remember, they came back and they almost win, and he had to make a big save and the like 10 minutes later extra the score extra score the goal huh yes but yes every the goalkeeper always make what do they call um this destination for all every player because he made that safe our thing is like oh my oh my god the whole team okay, wake up we have to do something about it huh you understand right and everything changed. Now, when they score, everybody, all you saw the team, the whole thing, went like, "Fuck, what do we do now?" And they, you saw, and they like 10, 5 minutes later, he has to make a one more big save. You have to. He's freaking six seven. You make that. You don't make that save. Something wrong with you, huh? Yeah, it was but a nice save because that, it, that was, it, a, sure it was goal. a nice save. But he made that big the first. He know he messed it up. He's six six. You, I was a goalkeeper and you can't grab the ball it was not running punch the ball punch it whatever not he like he tried to grab it and he you know he knows yeah I, and I was a, and he knows that he made a mistake he did it he got it one you know I think like before that he had it he had a great game and I'm not salon you he, he had a great game but when you are 27 years old keeper, you have to be perfect. And but all he does is punch the ball. How many yeah, clear sheets did he have? Huh? I How don't think he's clear? had it. I don't think he's had one, has he? When that kind of experience, 727 coming for Europe, I'd be the top goalkeeper in the MLS. We want the our keepers, we want to go to Europe. We don't want to come back to the MLS. The MLS, when you come back to the MLS, you come in for big money, like, what's his name? Uh, our goalkeeper, the national thing. He came for one or two years, and he, where is he are now? Man City, huh? Mm. You understand? What's the point? Like, he had the experience, and probably the coach is the go with the experienced goalkeeper, because Tomás he has to learn. He has to play games. They give it the games to him, you know, like. And, and I'm not saying Tomás he did it 100 100%, 100% perfect. But he was there, he was doing the job. They, 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 you know, he started really hot because we had a great defense and he was making saves. They kicked the, the game. This guy have a lot of experience. We almost and we he make that save that we won the game because he cleaned chip for him. Yeah, I agree, uh, and yeah. but when they score. Our team went, oh shit, we, we like he like I screw my language. He said, we, oh shit, we fuck, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, we did, huh? Yeah. Every, we don't have the perfect game, but uh, listen, and we and we don't have our strikers score goals, we screw because nobody's producing, and we always, you know, we need more for everybody to contribute more. Yeah. No, that's uh, true course. that's very true we do need more people to contribute like the goalkeeper make one safe nice safe in the corner he but that's part of that his job that's the job they make safe huh right it's like and you it's like uh, um you uh, what it call you a pilot and you don't know how pilot you know everybody's gonna die you know you're in trouble it's goalkeeper supposed to make safe and that's what part of the job. It's not right. like well, paid for he, it he that. made he made six of them, right? And like I, you know, his saving percentage
3: is is growing up and has now overtaken the other two, Cisnega and and, and Tomas, right? Yeah. And he's uh, trending towards his career average in saving percentage, which is around seventy percent. And I can tell you that our front office has seen that on on this kid and thinks he can be something close to a Jonathan Bond because Jonathan Bond's career numbers were fairly high as well, right? And one thing I believe in it, no matter where you play as a goalkeeper, you're going to revert to your career numbers, you know, and and, and, and very and – now if you're young, you're still forming them. A guy that experienced, if he was a 70% saving save uh, goalkeeper in his career, he's probably going to continue to do that, and he's training towards such. So, again, he's had some strong games. He was – seven saves, uh, six saves against Minnesota, six saves against San Jose. You know, again, I'm not going to say he was the the responsible for those wins of those points, but he was a big part of it. And against Dallas, we didn't really talk about that. But, you know, unfortunately, again, one of those situations that they had only three shots on goal and threw went an in, right? Two and in. So, uh, I don't know how much we fault them for the goals in Dallas. But again, that was another two close to call over there where, you know, we go on the road, you know, we're expecting big things and I felt like the goals were just too easy to get scored on. But in any sense, I, I don't know exactly if it would be better to bring any other goalkeeper. You know, I think that now that we made the switch to have him there, we might as well ride the last three games. Nothing will be gained by taking him out of this right now. Like, the, the decision to bring him in was the wrong
2: one, if anything. The, 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 can he be the number one for the future? Can we use an international spot for the future? Yeah, for that's a tough thing because the international spot costs a lot. And yeah. I think that's gonna be a tough decision for them. Can he he's not gonna count for eighty thousand dollars to play in the MLS. Uh, uh can we use them? You know, it's a big the, it's like the big the
0: Well, he's making three hundred for three months.
3: And that's okay, yeah. because it's a short term uh, liability, you know, and we can get rid of it if it doesn't work out. You know, I, I actually value that move because you know, Ces nigga didn't have a nose there for the month. <laughs>
2: But, um, you know, that's where, that's what, if you look at the big picture, that's why they never took the rest, they signed him for long term because mm-hmm. what happened with the other goalkeeper, uh, he made. He, him was he was
0: horrible and he made a million dollars for, you know, like. It well, it's Kenneth Vermeer, horrible. too. Vermeer
3: had a went, career went, in uh, Ajax, right? He went, look, He went to Cincinnati
0: and, and is on the bench now. <laughs> and
3: you, huh? yeah, and why because he can't defend the long shot, he's awful. No, he numbers. cannot, dude. He
0: yeah, cannot. I think Lick he it. thought he was going to come to MLS and it was going to be a cakewalk, and it's like he can't. He's he just is getting embarrassed here in MLS. Yeah. Kenneth Ken Vermeer just didn't pan out, you know. We
3: all go ahead, just jump in. Kenneth Vermeer didn't didn't pan out, it was a bad bad signing. Everybody was excited about it, right? We lost Tyler Miller, it didn't work out, you yeah, know, much like we brought in uh, Murillo now to replace. A Walker Zimmerman, you know, and people are saying, "Hey, you know, you were never able to really replace him." And statistically, no goalie has been ever close to Tyler Miller, as I said before. The saving percentages were better, the clean sheet percentages were better. Everything about that guy was better statistically than any other goalkeeper. I didn't tweet that, thank God, because he had the worst goal in the history of MLS, probably. But man, you know, it—he it, was better than anyone that we've seen under the, the the post for for LAFC, right? And we've been waiting and hoping to find someone that can reproduce some of the success he's had. It hasn't been there statistically yet. It hasn't. I really hate numbers. I really hate
8: people with numbers. <laughs> well, you Miller know, had,
4: that,
8: that means Miller that
2: had he hates hate you. you. So do you agree? That's okay. You can hate <laughs> me because numbers tell <laughs> the truth for Tyler the people that Miller want the truth. The best Miller, defense. Miller, want to thank you, you guys. That's why. Exactly. exactly want to yeah. thank you us. Give Tyler. A so are Tyler you a Miller.
3: Tyler Miller should have gone you know and I'm glad that he's gone guy
8: right Tyler Miller had a great defense I told you guys for a million oh, times yeah. here a yeah. goalie that's,
4: that's true you know so good as absence kind of hurt the exactly. defense too exactly because a this, goalie this...
8: is only as good as his defense a yes. goalie only yeah. shines a goalie I, only I... shines when his defense sucks Right. That's I think why
0: once... I said that I feel like Tomas sort of got the crap under right. the right. stick. Right. That, right that's now. why I've, I've stuck with that because I feel like we, at the beginning of the year, we had the worst defense that we've ever had, and he was
5: back there and he just had no chance, dude. Yeah.
0: Right.
5: right. And no, but and, and then he got clean sheets, and then now Jamal has a better defense, and he can't right. get a clean and sheet. Ten minutes so ago, then...
8: ten minutes ago, as we as we're here gathered here, <laughs> ten minutes ago, LAFC tweet tweeted. Uh, a video uh, <coughs> coalition of uh, Blackman and and his saves. So you can go into the LAC account and you can see the video, the video that they made. Uh, again, three of those saves, quote unquote, he bounces the ball, and we're lucky that there was nobody there to fish it. You know, to to be fishing for for Minnesota. Again, luck. You know, a bad team. Let's face it, Minnesota didn't show up. Uh, this weekend, right? Thank God, <clears throat> not the one Minnesota from last week that
2: we saw playing. Um, the Union. He played the Union, and they fuck, they kill the Union, and right, the Union right. had the best defenders. I know the Union; they had the best defenders in the league, and that's what Blake make big safe and he keep uh, how many right. clinches that he have. Right. Huh? right. So again, when when
8: this, you know, when Info LaFC came out with the stats. And, and, and I know Celso has come up with stats, but the stats don't tell the story of 90 minutes. They tell the story of the, that one instance when he blocked a shot from outside. The, he had, in my opinion he had one really good one, the one that that went over the the goal, the goal post the long the, mm-hmm. the shot from outside that he mm-hmm. got it out. I mean, again, like Nelson says, for a six foot six goalie, if you don't save that, then what the hell are you doing even in the MLS, right? Right. Um. So for me, for for me with him is uh, again it is the LAFC identity of building up this huge expectations, and then when the team hits the field, it's like horrible crap football. Right. Everybody built this guy as oh my god, he won, he won the champions with Chelsea. He was on the bench. He didn't play. He didn't win anything. His team I have a, I have won a question. Champions.
4: But does you know? anybody know if he was doing that before he came to LAFC? Well, because he was in the
8: second
5: team, he was in the know, second team. He, he, he was doing for, that for him but, and uh but was
3: but for he, two major teams in in, even, in He team. never was not long bouncing
4: the ball out. Was did he not like? Was he always hitting the ball out, or was he catching it before? Oh, he came to the LAFC. tendency. A goalie too.
8: can't. A goalie yeah. that
4: that's because a that's very a question. Like Nelson
8: will tell you. Knocking the ball down like that is a very bad habit in a goalie. You know, but
0: he does it on every. He does exactly. it a lot. So dude. Nature. He does it a lot. It's
8: his football. You get me? Yeah. You can Tell that That's his football. You know, of, of 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 just blocking the ball and then getting it on the second on the second try. That's right. his
4: football.
0: You can't. You can't. Which tell is weird because that. you know that ain't something that Chelsea taught him to do. Exactly. Yeah. You, you Chelsea, know it. Exactly. Chelsea would have
4: never anything. taught him that. So that's that's my question. Was he? doing that before he came to the year? Or was he doing that once he Well, was I'm already, a Chelsea already,
0: fan. I'm a Chelsea fan, and I've never seen him. He didn't play um, in the first he didn't play. Team. Yeah, but, I've, n- I've never seen him play in the first Not just, team, so not just with answer.
4: Chelsea, but when he was playing, because I know he's been on loan to the, the the EFL and and some other second division teams. But. Right.
8: And he was bouncing around. Look at his list. Look at his sheet. He's got like six teams in, in, in the last couple of years or something like that. So, again, everybody built up this signing as this, Big six foot six, 26, 27 year old, European footballer, blah, 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 blah. Because blah. it sounds good, dude. Need. It exactly. sounds good. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's, it's, it's like, it's like propaganda, basically. It's basically like yeah. propaganda. So, basically. look, we have somebody with their hands up. Maybe they have a little information on him. So, let, uh, he has a, a half moon, half.
7: Yeah. All right. I see what you guys are saying about Blackman. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a goalkeeper. He's supposed to be stopping shots. He's a shot stopper, you know? It's up to the defense to get to that second ball. You know, most of the time, the defense is just ball watching once he gets the block. You're supposed yeah, to. And, and a lot of
4: that happened with Romeo too, where so, it was bouncing so... off of Romel and they would just watch until, you know, none of them were already hustling back to at least hit the ball out, at least if he did save it. Most of the time, it's just Romel hitting it out and then the rebound, they score off of that.
0: Yeah, but he, but 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 he hits it out all the time, and he put, he puts it in the in the wrong position. I get what you're saying that the defense should be there, but that's sort of what we're talking about is that our defense hadn't been um, a great defense. So when he does that, he puts them in a bad position.
3: Yep. And, Maybe, uh, you, you know, you and sometimes he has, but again, the other times he hasn't. So it comes and goes. I, the X goal of this game for Minnesota was 2.1, and we got out of there with one goal. Again, just throw, throw this stats guy out of, under the bus. I don't care. You know, at the end of the day, there was some really tough plays there that I've seen our goalkeepers not make it, and we're just showing this guy because we feel like he didn't do enough of, it, but of also, job a job in a rebound. Question here, that's, that's the
8: question here.
3: And that's what I have a problem with. It. He had six shots on him, seven, seven shots on him.
2: And and like he, he let one goal, you know what I mean? Like, can awesome. you, you brought can up you, the question, and you was uh, let me give you a question, everybody. Which one you take, uh, that goalkeeper or the Orlando goalkeeper? It's international spa. Which one you take Late. in the heartbeat, huh? Right, right. Which that, one? Uh, the
8: Orlando, goalkeeper. Orlando goalkeeper, same height, same height, right? And 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 he has shown a lot more athleticism. Uh, this season uh, playing goalie, right? But again, yep. it's like yep. Orlando's defense is not, you know, that great. Just look at what happened yesterday. They were losing, they were winning 2 nothing at the 80th minute and they ended up tying because of two huge defensive mistakes, right? It yep. wasn't the goalie's fault. But nope. the, again, the, the, the question, in my opinion, this whole, anytime we talk about the goalie position at LAFC, it goes back to a question Celso um, brought up well, he was dropping numbers, was it needed? Was it necessary to bring and spend money on this guy? I know some of you guys, and I know Nelson was being nice when when, when the signing came on. It's like, oh, Romero's gonna learn and blah blah blah. I mean, do you
0: see Romero learning
8: anything from this guy? I don't want Romero to pick up his bad habits.
0: <laughs> you know, no, but listen, dude, we got we got to see what's out there, and I, I mean, um, you know, look, there. They, Celso has uh numbers and I get that A we're not huge, core of I get I get that we're not huge numbers or whatever, but you know, numbers don't lie. And so th- we have our eye Look. test, but you gotta have numbers. And, and and I will say at the beginning when we started doing these episodes, Nelson said, Look, some of some of the goalkeepers, uh, you know, if you're over in Europe you're only gonna block three big shots. Well, Celso just said he say he he had six saves. So there was seven shots really at him and one got through. So the percentage of shots that he's that are coming at our keepers are super high because of our defense being so bad. Right. And yeah. so again, that's why I go back to I feel like Tomas, but that, got, Tomas got a crap end of the stick, bro. Like, I feel like he, he really did get a, get a you know, like – You a can real measure that. Play. You can measure that by
3: seeing how much X goals each goalkeeper has gone against per 90 minutes. And it's fairly the same about all three of them. We've kind of had crappy defensive move, moments throughout the entire season, every single one of them. Right about but that. it's the rival too, Celso. I mean,
2: uh, Blackman has not faced, you, you, you know tomorrow. – tomorrow. Tomorrow. All tomorrow of these. we're gonna see. Right. All, we, all exactly. If we win tomorrow and we win tomorrow, we win at all. Help. Because, as is not, Huh? Yep.
3: He's uh, like, need he a clean sheet win. from him, you know, and I think the clean sheet would set the, set the record straight. Again, I'm a big stats guy. I believe you revert to your mean unless you're young and you're developing your game. He's a 70% saving guy, and I think we can replicate. To hit soul. this with him and get success. It's a this clean goalie,
0: sheet. It's going to be a different. It's going. It will be a different situation. Yeah,
3: this this goalie, I
8: expect this goalie to come out looking for the ball during a corner. I Expect this goalie to come out with his fist and hit the ball out on a direct kick into the goal. I expect this goalie to go one on one with the forward and push him out uh, away from the ball. I expect this minute, but he does that on the corner. He's lost all those challenges, bro. He's lost all those challenges. The the goals against him have come either from from, uh, what do you call it? From a corner kick, right? On a header. I mean, a
3: six-foot. Yeah, the six, San Jose. You're talking about the San Jose goal, right? Not, because the not, that, the, the he galaxy the goal, goal was one-one.
8: Right? He should have came out looking for the ball. Yeah, and that that, and that the game, that he goal
3: was kind of ball. weird.
4: That goal uh, was weird. That yeah, game, the I San Jose game was
3: insane. In. insane. He got shelled on, man. Like he had seven yeah. shots yeah. at him. Like I don't know how that goal went in. Out
4: of all the shots, that one went in.
5: That's why I don't get it. Right?
3: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like he's letting the easy ones go. And and what you tell me, maybe you're rusty and you just need a little bit more game cadence, right? To kind of iron out the things that are basic, right? Because you're doing the reflex and the stuff that you can't train. And when you because you hit a ceiling, right? Again, if this someone shoots at you a hundred times, right? A hundred shots at you, someone is making fifty of the fifty shoot, fifty saves, someone is making seventy. Who do you think is the better goal? Just ask me, answer me that question, any one of you. 700 shots each.
0: Sure. I'd rather Blackman, honestly, over... So uh,
3: Blackman is the better goalkeeper, right? Because every single goalkeeper... have had a 52% saving... Uh, saving, um, you know, again, uh percentage this season. And it, we're bottom of the league. Every single goalkeeper. So if the guy's bringing 70-plus, we got to listen, man. Like, that's why he's there.
7: He's there because of the stats. Honestly, he's there because the of the stats. Guarantee you that game, we lost in Minnesota... You. That he wouldn't block that one on one, that major one on one that he blocked. Romero doesn't get to that.
3: Romero I guess well, I don't know that it, because it hasn't happened, and I've seen Romero do things on top of the post that um, I think he's, he's more aware uh, I think Romero's reflex might be slightly better. But that one on one awareness of growing in front of your opponent, like he did in front of Lod and he did in front of the, the, the substitute that came in really, really well into the game and almost got the score twice. I don't know. I think you don't know. Plus the fact that you play on the road under just hostile environment, which can make you play a little bit worse. But again, Romero is not phased by that. We saw him go to Atlanta and just kick, kick, you know, have a a solid, solid uh, appearance there. You were there. uh, That on the road. But uh, we also seen him like give up like really easy goals because of tough mistakes that young guys do, right? Like uh, coming out of too early, and getting confused with his defense, like when, yeah. he, you know. R- Romero did a like lot of that. One he, one came one.
4: Out, he came out way too early. Those, uh, same thing with, with Jamal and, and versus the Galaxy. He came out way too early. I came mean. out way too early. I agree with you. Yeah, he came out way too early. But Honestly, again, I feel like that might right be there something there that – I have a feeling
0: that that's something that um, the goalkeeper, coach, talk to them about yeah. because, because really think about this, man. Miller did that a lot yeah. for us also. And it would be something I would write about all the time like why is he so far out? What the hell is he doing right now? Yeah it was... and, and it seems like that's something that that our our co- uh, goalie coach must uh, encourage them to do because we've had a lot of our goalies do that. so you yeah, know I feel it's like I think just...
4: that's a, that's just a habit for goalies because versus San Jose that happened with Chicho. Um, Rodriguez gave him the pass and the goalie came out like way too early. He stopped, and then he came out, and then Chicho scored. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a habit goalies do, but at the same time, yeah, the coaching has. Because you're coaching them. You're supposed to – it's like a a teacher. You're supposed to teach them the subject.
0: That's
3: true. The the better question, and we haven't spent any time talking about it, is how do we allow that many crosses? You know, what is going on with our defense and midfield, especially on the flanks? You know, the fact that Edwards and Palacios couldn't do anything together to to stop the progression from – from um, you know that was coming from Reno, so and they knew so that. We need, I mean, we how need, many we crosses need, did he you have? You know, I, I think I we think need for, to talk
0: about this because I don't, I don't understand. Uh, the Edwards. talk about asked. a disappointment with Palacios, man. I, I actually like would
3: go to bed and say like, why are we not playing him. But like when I see what he did defensively this game, I'm really concerned where his head is, and I feel like he's trying to come out, go out of his roster too.
0: Because you know, I, I don't understand what he's doing. Uh, well, we haven't let Eric talk at all. Come on yeah. in, Eric. I mean, we love to hear Eric? from you, man. <laughs> You've been just sitting there. Come on, jump in and tell us what you think.
6: Man, I'm, this, this season is just making me numb. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're just, just kind of – I feel like we're just going through the motions and all of these, you know, we're not eliminated yet is really just from the team marketing department for the most part. And 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 JP, no, just kidding, JP. <laughs> but just saying, hey, why don't you keep caring about LAFC because the rest of the season matters, you know? And uh, yeah, you know, so a lot of these things, like I get, I get trying out some of the new guys, some new things because you know these are real games here. At the same time, we have to win. But I mean, we're just we're so depleted at midfield. We, you know, all of our systemic problems just just continue to happen. So. So, but um, what do you
0: think about the Gully situation that we were just chatting about? Um, you know, well,
6: well, you <laughs> tweeted
3: you wanted the change back. So let's talk about the tweet you sent. You yeah. said, it's time to bring Masi back. By the way, by is the, the proper name. I love that. I thought that was on point. I didn't think it was time yet. I think we need to see three more games from
6: uh, Jamal. What do you think? I mean, are we trying to win out the season or are we tinkering with the lineup, you know? And uh, to me, if, you know, we have him we have Blackman there for the rest of the season. So we kind of got to see what we got, you know, of, of the two options. I think Tomasi is the better option myself. I've been thinking he's a better option. I think he's a better option for the future. So if he's the better option and we're trying to win out to make the playoffs, why aren't we playing the guy who can get us to the playoffs? And instead we're kind of just like, you know, let's see what we got and see if this is a guy we want to go with next year and spend this money on in the the lineup, you know? So it's, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of schizophrenic in a way. Like, wh- which do you want? Like, what are the two scenarios? Are we going to play our roster out to see, you know, some ideas for next season what we're going to try or are we trying to still play in 2021 and so i you know i i wonder how long ago they just kind of decided to throw the towel in on this season and work on some other things or not or i'm just being overly pessimist like i i tend to be but um so you know it's 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 kind of like like that with a lot of things. With the goalie situation, I'm, I'm just kind of like what's going on in the team's mind to make them have these decisions, you know? Like same same thing with, uh, you know, what they're going to do with Vela. Like what's in there – like I'm just trying to read the tea leaves to kind of understand what direction the front office is going with because, you know, they can be pretty secretive about a lot of things. And so, right. so I don't really know what to think of the goalie situation. If they're just going to try out Blackman, it makes sense, you know? let's try some other things out because the season's toast, you know, but if they want to talk about fighting to win out for the season, then again, you know, I don't know why, what, what they're experimenting for.
0: Right. Right. Well, you also just talked about Bella and, you know, I was just looking at the injury report. We have eight players that are out for this game um, come against uh, Seattle. Vela uh, is not on that list. So it's, Hopefully, we're going to be able to see some minutes with him. And then we also got word that he is going to go do an interview with Max. Um, it sort of got me fired up when I seen that. I got to be honest about it. And I know I'm jumping ahead, but, you know, you brought up Vela and everything. So, I guess we should actually talk about this. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's just a little too late. It's like we've asked for Vela to do interviews when he was hurt, in the middle, when everything was going bad. And now at the end of the season when we're, you know, we, we get four points, but we yet we're still in ninth place. We're going to play Seattle. He, you know, it's like it just feels like what what is this conversation going to be about? Is it about that you're leaving? Is it about that you're coming back? And if he is coming back, I mean. What, yeah. What, uh, you what, know, I, what, what are you going to? about add? Halloween. Like, uh, like
5: everything it's
0: about else, Halloween. to come back. Yeah. What
8: was I, that? Would you say? Sanders, Bill is definitely not going to talk about his renewal contract. He's not. Gonna then talk what about is
0: the year. conversation
6: about, bro? is going to be about
8: Halloween and what he's going to do with his kids on Halloween and now Yeah, he.
6: that's it. I, I want to see. Yeah, uh, I. You know, I'll watch it, and I just want to see if he's going to try to manage. That better not be it, bro. You I know, mean, listen, I, this, this, is this is what I want to say.
0: This is what I want to say, and I'll open it up to everybody. If that's true foot, it's a slap in our face. We've had a lot of slaps in the face from Bella this year. And if we do not get some type of explanation on his injuries, if we don't get some type of passion from him, and then the club's like, oh, yeah, we signed him for another year. It's like, bro, we're throwing whatever. Do, like, you, actually bro, expect, do you actually expect
8: Max uh, Max, to ask these questions.
0: I know. The that's the fundamental. I know. I know, foot, the, but the
8: I'm beginning saying, the what is the point, bro? Yeah, it's entertainment, bro. It's entertainment. No, that's you know true. this,
6: man. So I... I, I just want to see whether he's going to come out there and like be real or if he's going to blow smoke up our ass and do a marketing thing. You know, if he just comes out and, you know, and he's like, yeah, you know, this season really isn't what we hope, but I'm just getting ready for next season to give it all so that we can, you know, pick up where we left off. Like something like that, I'm going to be pissed at. Compared- and if Max doesn't push back on that, I'll be pissed off. But if he's like, you know, it's been a rough year. I've had a great time in MLS. The fans are great, you know, and, uh, I'm I'm trying to see you know whether I'm a good fit here next year or whether I'm going to go find something else something like that like at least how, that's a little more real and I'm cool with that. But how about
2: this... how how about he play tomorrow and we win tomorrow? I, he's gonna
8: he's gonna play. Yeah. some Point. I just posted a I just posted a uh, an article from to the NA where they quote Bradley that he's definitely not going to start tomorrow, but he is going to play.
0: Right. And well, how... I, 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 I want to answer. Hoping. I want to I want to answer Tom. Uh, nelson's question i mean look if he scores i'm happy and yeah i'm gonna root for him and i'm gonna be stoked about it but to be completely honest i mean okay yeah you came back at the end of the season you know we've heard that you were questionable four games ago you know like if 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 he really cared about this club like not going to the beach with your family on on derby day and really working to get healthy would have been great that's just my opinion. Like, like you know, we we talked about it a little bit, and it's true. Like, I'm here for this badge. I'm here for this club. And you know, uh, players are gonna come and go. But dude, I want players here that want to be here. You know, I'm not yeah, the hugest I see, I see. Arango fan. I like Arango. I'm all for Arango. But the one thing I like about Arango is is he wants to be in LA. He wants to play at LAFC, yeah. and he wants to be in the MLS. And for that reason, I. I like this guy. Yeah, But he's for a promoted. guy not to but want to be aspirations,
3: here. right? I'm pretty right. sure our uncle has aspirations to move forward in his career as well. He just got uh, – now he's going to get a nod for the Colombia national team, it looks like, right? Don't
0: you agree? Yeah, yeah. He's trying to springboard his and then, career. And then, and then to, be, to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going – if he comes out and like, oh, I'm going to see what the club does and this and that, we're wasting our time listening to this. Like, we what might, are you doing? We might Yeah, end up, talk, talk we is might, cheap. We might yeah, end up with he, an yeah, interview. I mean, we'll see what happened. Yeah. We might yes. end up with
8: an interview that is less than what he said during the All Star game. I mean, that's what I'm comparing it to. You know, he said a lot of things during that interview. A lot of things were taken out of context. I get it. Or you know. But he said a lot during that interview, right? He raised eyebrows during that interview. So now what is he going to do in this interview with Max? He's going to set the record straight, like you said, come out energetic. You know, yeah, we screwed up the season. It was screwed up the season. I'm going to renew because I believe in this team. I believe this team can win a cup next year, blah, blah, blah. You get me? Um, Or is it just going to be another 110? you know, or max plus one type of interviews where they just shoot the shit and uh, laugh all the time about Cuban food and Mexican tacos.
0: Bro, nah. if he does the first part, I will come on here the next Monday, apologize and say that's the bell I wanted because that is what I want. But man, you know?
6: like, do you, will you believe, will you believe that? Like, if I hear that kind of like canned, like public relation, like, you know, I'm sure the agent if he's like doing some speech where he's working with his agent on his talking points, because he really wants that 6.2 million another year, you know, after missing the last two years. And like, you know, if it becomes a can marketing thing, like I am not, I like, that's the one thing that I'm personally going to be pissed about. Like, if he talks about how much effort he's going to put in next year, I just like, where's the effort been the last two years? You know, the right. criticism we always heard with Vela in Europe was that, he would come on, he'd play good, and he would just stop caring. He'd just yeah. stop kind and, of and giving a shit, you know? Someone and, mentioned
4: sorry. earlier about the attitude, and that's honestly I, – I think Vela's attitude is he's done with the club because um, it's true. Derby day, he was at the beach. Uh, the least he could do is travel with the team if he really did care,
0: but he obviously doesn't care. Be there, support, yeah. bro. We're talking about you. Got to go forty-five minutes down the road. Like, come on, like, man. What have, are you talking yeah, about? So you you have show the, up.
6: You you, you sit up in to... that
0: in that box if you have to, just so the camera can show that you're there, supporting yeah. your team. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm a I'm I'm a little. Fired I, up. I, I really apologize. With, man, I think the coach yeah, should have done with him. Any of these guys, like, man, uh,
6: even
3: quite Lanter, like, the guy's the most checked out dude. He's hurt, you know. You know, he still goes, shows up at the Clippers game, you know what I mean, checks in, say, hey, I don't really want to be here, but my agent told me to, you know. I don't understand why nobody from the team says, hey, Carlos, you kind of need to show up on this one, you know. <laughs> be yeah. there for your guys. Right? Yeah. Even at yeah. the and, owner's and, box.
0: And I want to say man. this. If it was anybody Chicharito else. was at the from... owner's
3: box when he was hurt, man.
0: If it was anybody else, bro, the – everybody would be killing this guy. Like, everybody would be yeah. like, oh, he needs off this team. Get him out of here now. He's toxic. He's this, he's that. But because it's Vela, we have to let it go, bro. And I, it's, it's
3: hard Or it's because the has already ran its course and we don't know. And, you know, and again, there's a, probably a lot that we don't know yet, right? But, you know, this is just, it's a symptom of where the relationship probably is between the club and Carlos. And again, I'm taking the coach out of this. I think... If you ask Bob Bradley if he wanted to have Carlos Vela back next year, he would say yes, absolutely. You know, it would help me. But I believe that Carlos Vela and the club is the problem. Where you know he might feel exploited about his image and the fact that he has to carry this huge torch of being in every freaking promotional thing that this club has, like from the Dodgers, like cross promotional through other organizations. You know, I maybe that he just doesn't want to be that. He's the highest much, you know?
1: played, paid player in the league. Mm-hmm. He should be, yes. the fucking, he should be fucking holding the league. He should, you in You're right. well, yeah. he should be in billboards. You're right. Yeah. This is his fucking job. But maybe he's
3: tired of it, Craig, and I agree with oh, you. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's yeah, tired but, of this job, see, and that's his I'd, way I'd of
1: telling it to
0: What do you think, I'd Craig? Let's hear your thoughts on
1: it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think the guy should be gone. I think he should be written off at this stage. The sick of him, you know. That's that's basically that. He's he's not contributed for um, two years. Two years, yeah. He's gone. You know what what how many games he left, four games or something. Like that. No, he's he's not done enough. And like Eric says, you know, um, if if he is handed a deal, you know that's that's a kick in the teeth to everybody that's that's paying for season tickets or whatever. It's pure marketing, just to get people to buy tickets again. You know, that's... I would be honest. that's absolutely, our renewals up.
3: just came up. You're absolutely right. We're all having renewals conversations right now. You know, like, what we're going to do, are we going to buy this or not? You know, I have to tell my boss, excuse me, my, uh, my rap, otherwise he's just going to get charged, right? And and
0: it's or now he's ready to go. It's a very good point, bring up. No, don't I'm glad to hear was, all this from you guys, because I've actually... I was pretty fired up about it yesterday. I was, like, complaining to my wife, but I'm like, I don't get it, dude. I just, you know, and I was fired. So to hear you guys, what y'all think about it too, makes me feel a little bit better because, you know, it's just, um, you look around the league and you see the other people that are DPs and, and how they are with their team. And then we just have to hold Vela at a different standard. And I get it. He was the best in the league in 18 and 19. I understand that. And that maybe, you know, made his head bigger than what it should be or whatever. But, You know, like Craig said, I mean, we missed him in, you know, last year and we've missed him all of this year. Yeah, he came in and he did some amazing things in that tournament last year for us. Great. But we missed him the majority of the of the season, you know, and we've missed him all of this year. So, you know, back to Nelson's comment, like, well, what if he wins this goal and scores? Like, I just feel like we need more you know I, I just i just feel like we need more and i would have liked this conversation that him and max are going to have of whatever conversation is going to be we can only speculate because it hasn't happened i feel like it should have happened months ago you know i feel like when he was really hurt that we should have heard from bella not the, yeah. not 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 after the match or whatever which i would have liked but i feel like we should have heard from bella in this type of uh, interview with max being like hey this is how I feel about this. And this is what I wish I would have done. Blah, blah, blah. Anybody, you know? anyone listen to the interview yesterday with JT by any chance? No, I, I didn't. I'm going to go back and listen to it. I was checked out after I seen that, bro. I, I just was like, fuck it, fuck this, you know, like I'm done. So no, I didn't. Did you? J- no, Jt is no, no, no. an
3: ambassador of football in the city. You know, like the 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 event yesterday for for the English premiere, and, and it was all orchestrated by LAFC. It was right at the Coliseum. You know, with the feel, and a lot of the fans. I guarantee that, that go to LAFC games were in that, and it was really well put together. And JT was really talking about that and how you know, among other things. You know, I, again, I caught a little bit of it, but understand that the position that JT is for football and soccer in the city. He, the guy is powerful, right? And I, I don't believe that we're gonna get rid of him for quite some time. He will be around and we'll have to make it work with him, right? Um and if, if Vela needs to go to clear this out, because I do believe that Vela and the and the club don't see eye to eye, you know, I, I believe that's gonna be the path of least resistance. So I, I expect him to leave. I expect Chivas to 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 go after him hard. Um, you know, and and, and the reports are coming out of Mexico strong that um, you know, they they want him back in Mexico. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? You know, some of you that follow Liga MX a little bit closer, um, you know, if you wanted to rate his chances of staying at MLS and going to other leagues, like how, how would you guys rate it?
8: Bro, I he think, can't um,
3: handle LA. He can't handle the MLS. You think he's going to
8: handle Liga MX? No freaking way. Bro. Right, right. There is no right. way he can handle Liga MX. Not the media, not the yeah. team ownership, not the game playing injured. Look at the last two injuries. You think they're going to take care of him in Mexico and especially play for Chivas? No way, bro. He's not going to Mexico.
7: And uh, B- not- Bella is a big player. And I don't think he would play for a small club like Chivas. So <laughs> I would discard that option. <laughs> and, um... I, I honestly right see now. him in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> because um, that's his biggest desire, team. as he said. And, uh... Well, there there's a club affiliated with Manchester City over there in Australia, um, and I'm not saying that he's gonna play for Manchester City, but they've got the money, and uh, yeah. But honestly, no, 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 not joking. Talking seriously, um, I don't see Vela in Liga MX because the the media is so shit over there. Being honest with you, and I'm sorry. Like the the journalists there are so like. Uh, I I can't find words to describe it. I hate them. And uh, I don't think Bella wants to be involved in all those polemics. And um, just that. Uh, they're they're toxic. always in the micro. It's world.
3: a sensationalist take on football because um, you know, yeah. a lot of their stars. And if you, you know, follow some of the big time sports here, you know, some of them exactly. become transcendental into their lifestyle or, you know, a life just look at the way more that than they, an athlete. Just look at no. the way they treated Antuna. Just look at the way they yeah. treated Antuna
8: and Chivas going from Galaxy yeah. to Chivas. And, I, and Antuna is not half the player that Vela is. They didn't have half the expectations that Vela would have, you know. And, 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 yeah, Chivas needs a player like Vela to save them mm. next season. But there's no way Vela and his family are going to move to to Guadalajara for sure.
0: And I mean, I don't uh, know enough about it, so I, I probably really shouldn't be speaking on it. But from what before Vela came here, how most of the, um, you know, the Mexican supporters would always talk about. I, I just don't know if really any of them would want him there because they want people, you know, how passionate they are. They want people that actually care and. We've seen it, as his foot has been saying. Vela will play for a team and then ends up not caring. And if he does that there, it will probably be a big, big deal. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see that happening.
3: I Vela sells tickets to Mexican people, and I believe that if he plays there, he would sell a lot of He'll tickets to that club.
8: Little. They don't like him. He sells tickets here to us Mexicans because we're the three There's fans. a lot of I, – I have a lot
3: of Mexican friends, and they believe – He's the best player he's ever played for Mexico. And I disagree. And especially
8: Chivas fans, bro, especially Chivas fans. They would want somebody, you know, to come in and revolutionize the the team next season from day one. And we know Vela's not like that. Vela's not going to do that. And and again, to what Uruguay says, the Mexican media has every player under the microscope. And again, I, I... I urge you to read Google how they treated Antuna when he when he got to to um, to Chivas and how they've been treating him the last two months, three months. Vela could not stand that kind of media coverage um, and and, yes. and scrutiny on a weekly basis. You know. Um, well, look, we have let, uh, let...
0: Katie in here. Let, let's 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 let her come in and talk and and see what she thinks about what's going on with Vela and all that. Good morning, Katie.
1: Okay. Uh, um, just can I jump in? See when you're yes, saying he sell, when he sells when he sells tickets though, he's yeah that that's great. But he's, he's he's not a DP. You know George Best sold tickets. George Best played for LA Aztecs, but he also you know he was, he was a man you knew starting his, his, his he's he, he played for LA Aztecs, but he also played for Cork Celtic. You know he played for Hibernian. He's a you you have gig players, and and and. To me, that's what Vela is. Vela's is want to be in the um in the moment in the good time, you know. He's he's not there for the, you know, the hard times. He's not there for for slogging it out. He's shown that the past two seasons. So he's he's not a he's not a DP, he's not a squad player, but he will sell tickets. So he's he's maybe you know. Uh, like you say, if you've exhibition games or you know short short term contracts for half a season and things like that, that's that's his place, I suppose. That's probably where Australia would would suit him best. But there there is a difference between selling selling tickets and actually being a top player for your club. I really doubt Vela can get back to
8: 2019 mode in personality and on the field. You get me. I really doubt that at this stage he can get back that 2019, uh, you know, persona and game. He's going to score scores wherever he goes. Because, you know, honestly, if he goes to Australia, the goalies are worse than MLS, right? So he's going to score goals. Um, but, but you, you know, does a does team need all of this? Again, uh, they need another you know uh, score to sell tickets like craig says or, or and he's going to go and settle there for a couple of years and then retire uh, his ambition already gone um, for me he should have wanted to win a cup here because it's very symbolic for him you know as a mexican player it,
0: it... looks like he got cut off yeah, I mean, look, man. We, we had Katie
3: try to speak. Oh, okay, again come on, and, Katie. Sorry, just met. Katie. Go ahead and uh, Can yourself, you guys
1: hear me?
9: Yeah,
0: yeah, we can hear
1: you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you?
9: Hi, guys. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Um, great. I great. was great. Thanks. Um, so I just think that Vella is gonna go where the money takes him, and um, I feel that. Well, I was thinking for the Max thing. Why would he start talking now if he wasn't going to come back? I, He's not going to come back and just say, oh, sorry, I'm out after this year, right?
0: I mean, he could, but that's what we're talking about. We wouldn't – it, it yeah. would be ridiculous to do that now, you know? I mean, it, and if he does do that, you're going to see some real angry,
1: angry supporters uh, that he does that after that's this
0: thats what I was going to
9: say. It makes no sense, right?
1: Could could could, could it be that, that the Max interview is taking kind soften the blow with this? Is it actually just marketing to to you know, so the so the, so the people he doesn't get a negative reaction, you know, that you're reintroducing them to the support, but there's no commitment to what he's doing at all. It's it's not a, it's not a, an interview of any substance really. It's just a pure, you know, PR exercise because that's what what Max does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Katie, do you want him back?
9: Um, Okay, so I'm okay with him coming back. I think he's an amazing player. I think he's just beautiful on the field. And I know he has had a terrible year and last year wasn't good except for in the CONCACAF. That was – he played great when he was pissed. Um, But – uh, yeah, I'll take him back. Uh, I don't want to pay. I don't think they should pay him that money. But again, if he is going to come back, he's not going to come back for less. Right.
0: So, um, but so so.
9: if so, you. Think about
3: well, maybe it though, he will, and I, I hope he was. Like maybe you take four million and not six. Four million is still pretty good. Yeah, right? But,
9: but are I we mean, willing? he he wasn't worth four million yeah, this year. That's what for I was sure. about
0: to say. So he's made uh, Eric. You can come in and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but six million in basically two years he got. Because he didn't play the last two years, except for the tournament, right? So
6: yeah, he I mean, got
0: he's he made six million dollars, um, for two years. So let's just say we bring him back for each a year. year. Well, he
6: did it each year, and you know the the thing to remember, as far as we are concerned as fans, is whether he makes six million dollars or two million dollars. It's what is his cap hit on the on the roster. You know, we got three DPS, so. <laughs> Are we happy with Vela taking up one of those three DPs, you know, and not replacing him with somebody else that we can pay four or six million to?
1: I think he should be, he should get yeah. a contract like Papa Harvey. You know, he's, he's playing as many games, isn't he? Let's face
0: it. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he really, really has. But, you know, th- this is just my question. Like, what is the number that you guys would be happy with? Okay, so you don't want him as a DP, right? But, well, I think, gonna, I think I think honestly, there's no way he's going to stay
6: around if he's not if he's not a DP. If he's right. not a DP, we're paying him like 750k or less a year, and there's somebody will pay him more than that somewhere else. But right. like, but is that value there for us that we want to lock in that DP slot to Vella again? Like, that's what we need to ask ourselves as fans. I think.
0: And this is other thing. Do we really want to continually be a team? That don't have three dps that can play i mean think about I it mean, we've like, had four years and yet have seen really three DP stay on the pitch the whole entire year
6: yeah so, yeah and, you
0: Horta know I, I, the thing with rodriguez it's been ridiculous man so, well
6: I'd, I'd still you know i I'd, I'd love to hear, hear katie's thought like just carlos as a dp versus you know how much whether he's two million four million or whatever
9: I mean, I would prefer the DP spot go to someone who's actually going to be on the field, but I haven't been really hot with Rodriguez being on the DP spot either. Um, I, I've warmed up to him a little bit more this year. I think he has so much talent. He's so athletic, love every second, but he doesn't produce a whole lot a lot of times. Right. Um, yeah. He was gone for half of the year. Um, and, you know, he was shining in Galaxy, that one Galaxy game, but, like, I haven't seen him shine all that much for him to, you know, fill up a DP spot. Right, that's that's true. Uh, that's true.
0: That's my, but but, that's but would you take the Rodriguez that we have seen since he came back over what we've seen with Bella as a DP? See, yeah. I I personally,
9: uh, I don't I know. personally
0: would because <laughs> I feel like okay. – um, you know, obviously, the last two years we haven't seen. Look, there's no question Bella is the best player in MLS. I'm not saying that, but we don't have the Bella from 2018 and 19, right? We have a whole different injury prone Bella now. And that, so, for yeah. me, like the glimpse that we've seen in the tournament, that was the 2019 velo but we we aren't going to get that again and the rodriguez that we have seen now that has a new agent that has you know all this that he is now fighting for is one that will be very dangerous if him and arango can get some type of uh connection going like if we can Um. get this 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 rodriguez next year that's on fire that wants to actually link up with a we're talking about there. they will be a dangerous combination. Yeah. Let's, let's,
9: the mindset let's, has to change for sure. Like that's why this, sorry. And I won't keep no, talking. Go but ahead. When this interview, when this interview comes out with Vela, I will be part of the thing is I want to see is I want to see what his mindset right. is. Like, is he going to be just this like nonchalant Vela being like, I'm, you know, I am all that, uh, you know, or is he going to just, are you going to feel like, Oh my God, he wants to return. He wants to do right. well and prove himself if he doesn't show that then no i don't want him back
0: right and if you're absolutely right and i I think that's mostly what people are going to watch but let's say we don't get the answers let's just say it's them talking about family life and this and that what is the point like what do we get out of that you know, like I would, why? I would also but ask if you do.
3: if it's you not going to answers. That. There's no point yeah. to be that. It's good. they're going to address the contract negotiations yeah. that have been going I think on and be the be uncertainty the around it. And this is what it's about. And Max, the great guy, great guy for it, because he's a PR guy. You know what I mean? And it's all going to be fun, and you know, but and family-oriented. If you do, if you it's do, got do two family man talking about
1: family. If you do get the answers you're looking for, if you do get the reaction you're looking for, are you going to be taken in by that? You know, like well, you know, and that,
3: there's one answer that we need to know. Are you are you renewing your contract or not? Because we don't know, right? Like, if, there, well, if there's a contract negotiation and it's done, it's the, we want to know. Or he might announce like, he
6: Does the front office take the option to extend him one more year? You know, it's as far as, uh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically the front office deciding whether they want to pay him one more year or let him walk. It's like, you know, it's his extension. No,
3: nobody's going to pay him $6 million. You know, like, Chivas, Gua- uh, Chivas Guadalajara, the, the three space player, they don't make what Vela makes, right? So all of a sudden, they're not going to come up with six point five million dollars to pay pay Vela to so come. So what is the number team. that it's we should happen. be
0: okay with? Three,
4: I think three is well,
3: fine. Well, he's not going to take three because three. nobody I takes a fifty percent pay cut unless you're retiring, unless you want less pressure, right? Um, for an MLS guy, with Chicharito getting paid what he gets, he gets paid. And and knowing the guys that go right below him, and knowing that he can still produce at his age, you know, and maybe he just had a bad year. Look at Pozuelo. he's hurt. But when he's not, Toronto was the best, and they were he was MVP. So maybe at that point, you know, we can reduce it. But you know, essentially not six point five, right? But I believe it's going to be probably around four to five million dollars. He's not going to take any less than that.
1: I, I would, we probably should if we have the money. I would Why say not? three three with higher incentives because I think am I right in saying that he's he's. Baseline is is the highest, but his incentives, you know, percentage wise, aren't as big as some people. You know, like if, if he's been out injured, your stock's down. You know, he's how many years older since when he signed as well. You know, he's you know he's he's getting nearer the end of his career. So uh, with that, he's well, he's, he's, a, he's thirty-two. He's he's kind of a young. Oh, I mean, I'm not like, a, well, he he's, up, he's older, thirty-six. He's older than he Tomorrow. So and he's he's becoming a gig player, that's that's what I'm trying to say. So if you're if you're a gig player, if you're you know, if you're only like uh there for, for when you're available to put the effort in or whatever, then it's 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 incentive based, it's appearance money, it's goal money and stuff like that, you know, rather than all in basic salary. You know, maybe that's that's the yeah. the makeup of a new contract.
2: Yeah, the toughest
3: part is when he misses the games too. He's been missing games kind of late. Uh
2: you know, when sorry, go ahead. Go ahead Maybe also. the leaks is involved too, because remember it's a big market for the league. And they don't wanna Absolutely. lose I was gonna say that and they don't wanna lose the big market go away to somewhere else. Huh? It has to be something involved.
6: Because yeah, but you know what? Time.
0: How much of that do we do does LAFC have to take? Right? Like I get it. Oh, I wow. get it. Yeah, but, dude, it's ridiculous because it puts us in a position. Because of our
3: position, because we're the L.A. team, the Los Angeles team, we're ultimately the bridge between the two leagues, you know, and and, and I, 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 we are the league's bridge to Liga Mackeys where MLS knows they can make a lot of money. Once the coffers
2: are open to that market. And, and guys, when they this- took the Trafico, he was not playing Heng and Chicharita, and That was everywhere. It was nobody's pitcher. It was the two.
6: Right. Yeah. And yeah. even
2: for the All Star Nelson, even for the All Star game, game as well. Even
8: for the All Star game, that was a big sell for the MLS and they lost a lot of money. I don't think the MLS is very happy with Vela himself. Um there are, for me there's two there's two things. If it doesn't work out with with, with uh L A F C for Vela to renew, <clears throat> here's MLS. two things. It, the, but for L, for him to renew with the MLS, uh, for him to renew with LAFC, the big question for MLS is where do we place Vela? I don't think money. he's staying
3: in the MLS. Right,
8: right. But, but let's let's
3: put this. But scenario. then you got to replace his caliber yeah. guy. Let's, put the, scenario with someone where, that's let's gonna... put
8: the scenario where the league is playing very hard with Vela to stay another year, right? So they can recover their COVID investment, quote unquote. And where do you place him? Because he has to play against Galaxy, that yeah. is the biggest sale. You can't put him in the East Coast playing against Nani and and uh, anybody else in the Eastern Conference. He has to play against Rui Diaz. He has to play against Chicharito. That's the sale. That's the winner for ratings and tickets for the MLS. Right. So where do you place him? San Jose. And merch.
3: No, I mean, he's not going to leave to go to another team within MLS because I don't know of many teams that can actually yeah, yeah. He's not uh, afford there. that kind of salary right. other than uh, Atlanta United. And even um, Atlanta's DPs don't make nearly as much And money his wife. The, the Vela contract is an anomaly and it. it doesn't fit any model. Right, but he's <laughs> so the big MLS. We just
8: don't know. But he's the M- big MLS uh, project uh in the last five years and we already saw so was chicharito right, right i mean chicharito okay. came to save the day
0: for slutland right i mean they lost right but you there. also gotta-, gotta remember you also gotta remember Vela is gonna make decisions on what his wife too so he he isn't gonna leave la to go to another mls team it's not gonna yeah. happen he if lost. you go to san jose with almeida
8: what oh, you know, know, but hey you know, you know you know yeah, what
6: Mar- marty he er- bought a huge property is, um, in hancock park go.
2: so we gotta keep that in mind
6: oh he did
8: yeah, bro, but he can go to, imagine. Hey, that, man, you can sell property in three months in LA, make, make 20%. Right, that. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. But imagine. That's if, nothing. But next I
8: February it. in San Francisco, Santa Clara, San Jose, whatever. You live an hour away from, from San Jose or whatever in the vineyards or whatever. I'm pretty sure his wife is not going to complain about that lifestyle. So. Private jets, right. man. It, it's Private gonna be jets. it's gonna
6: be
4: hard yeah, to sell it's gonna be hard to sell that big ass mansion on
8: six and Highland.
4: <laughs> but I mean
6: would love to them at least for a year. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I it's it's kind of the problem MLS has in general promoting soccer is that, you know, people people need to see some big names here and yeah. you know, versus solid team performances, you know, like look look at who what teams have really dominated the league and it's you know it's been seattle philadelphia had a good year new england this year like none of them are are quite have the appeal like that los angeles would have and none of them really have the big name players either you know of the handful of european guys they have some like minor league minor name guys but that's where the success is but does that generate the eyeballs as they try to appeal to more crossover people from other sports and build a league? I mean, that's kind of the paradox that we're stuck with. But with the, uh,
1: as as, have... as you said and, and, and Foot said there, the like the uh... MLS's big game is the LA Derby now. You know, everything like every other team peels in insignificance, you know, even if those two teams are not on the forum. That's what they no, sell. You know what,
0: forum? Craig? You're you're so right. You are absolutely so right because it was always uh, it was always the Timbers in the um and Seattle that was the big rival. And then once LA came in, now you always hear about them. I mean, you still hear about Timbers and and Seattle, but you know it's the LA teams. And so it's it's very true. That is something that MLS just rides on. You know what I mean? And and uh, yeah. I, I see I see y'all's point. Uh, but you can find some good players, man, on the, on the New England since they just won.
3: I think it's interesting to say that they won in a very interesting manner because they found some under-their-radar guys that were getting paid pretty well. Carl's Jill played to, uh, he gets paid $2 million to $2.3 million guaranteed compensation. Gustavo Bau, it's $2.1 million. That's not a bad salary. And then you have some guys making half a mil there which has been my argument is that we don't have as much of that the meat in the, in the bone guys, right, that we can milk, and we end up having to fill it with a bunch of USL dudes. Like Christian Pania makes half a million dollars. And then the big find right, was Adam Buxa, which makes $300,000. And I believe it's, like, the currently one of the hottest players in MLS. Um, and then the, the finally, the last part of the equation is coming up with players from your academy, like Justin Radix, um, and Taijan Buchanan. And coming up with players that are gonna go on to become stars in other leagues, right? So it's a two-way league, and we have been doing really well in one way, bringing players, kind of exploiting them for their their football, like something like Vela and finding the Rodriguez at one million dollars, right? But are we doing enough to now make our own players and putting them back in the world? It's a two-way street, you know it, Eric. That the players, that the teams that do well. They also do that very, very well. They mix and match with their players that they reveal it inside, um, you know. And I think we've had some success with that, like the the, the Mama dude falls of the world, right? Um, you know, we're we're getting there a little bit better with our with our young guys. And it just seems like we're not able to put everything together. So maybe getting rid of a guy that makes six million, getting two or three that make two point three million, right? It, it, you say that math doesn't add up this way, but I love to see a formula, an LAFC formula that. that
6: that six million gets split three ways versus one guy takes it off. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I well, we run into the salary cap problem again in that you know it's for you know for whether whether they want to pay six million or twenty million on a guy that no matter what they count as four hundred and fifty thousand against the cap unless they're under twenty four and then they're two hundred thousand against the cap. No matter what, like you know Lionel Messi comes over here. Four hundred fifty thousand against the cap, even if they pay him a hundred million a year. You know, Brian Rodriguez, they pay him one point one million a year. He counts as four hundred fifty thousand against, or sorry, two hundred thousand against cap because he's under twenty four. But so basically, what I mean is, like, unfortunately, we can't take that six million and spend it three ways on other guys. It's it's you know, it's not how it works. You know, roster building. They need to. They have basically three guys, or now five that they can spend unlimited on. And then the rest of the team has to be built underneath basically another $4 million, you know, well, five and a half million if we count the general allocation money. So kind of, you have, you have a handful of like overpowered players, and then you'll kind of have league average guys. And then you have to fill them up with like, you know, Academy guys that, that don't, don't count against it. So
4: Eric, I have a question for you. So speaking about the salary cap, you know, who can bring, the impact that Vela had because Vela's marketing, the rivalries with him and Slatan, we haven't seen him and Chicharito, or I, I, at least I hope we haven't. But um, what players can bring that impact that Vela had to LAFC or to the MLS in general? Because having Vela coming in young, straight out of I think Sociedad, and yeah, playing just perfect the first two years, then Slatan comes. And then it's the whole rivalry. The marketing is crazy. So who can replace that? Who can bring that in for the MLS and LAFC?
6: Yeah, I mean it's. I occasionally I'll put list. Um, he's gonna a he's list.
4: leaving. It's his time's almost up yeah. either away. So who's gonna be able to bring that? It, with the salary cap there too so who's gonna be able to bring that that's what's
6: right right so so that's gonna leave us with Brian Rodriguez as our only designated player you know and then you know we have Diego Rossi technically on loan but it looks like he's going up going really well at Fenerbahce and it looks you know if I was the guest they're gonna pick him up and he's gonna be off of our books so you know if Vela leaves I've I've spent time you know take one look at like European players and just look at who in Europe is making 5 million euros a year that translates to right around 6 million, $6.2 million, give or take a little bit. But if you look at the level of players at 5 million euros a year over in Europe, I mean, you have guys like Hakeem Ziyech, you have yeah. Delhi Alley, you yeah. know, and you start looking at these names of guys like that. And you imagine them in our starting lineup as opposed like Delhi Alley as opposed to Vela or Hakeem as opposed to Vela, you know, like, um, you know, guys like that. So, that's that's how I would look at who re- who to replace him with. And the other thing, you know, which we haven't really gotten into for a while, but is the U22 initiative, which allows us to take outside MLS guys under 22 years old and basically make three of them to take one DP slot. So, they can start picking up – basically, if, if this rule was around when we started our team, you know, we could have had Andre Horta, you know – the hypothetically bear with me on this Uh, Diego Rossi and Brian Rodriguez and they would only count as one DP slot then allowing us to have Vela and then one other DP on top of that you know like it's the way the roster rules have changed we can start picking up these top prospects paying all three of them 10 million a year and only to account is 200k against our salary cap so it's you know The salary construction is really a crucial thing with the league, and that's
8: all of this talk. It just hits at the core of the problem that we've seen twenty twenty and twenty twenty one with this team. That the FO JT, the recruiters are trying to do ten different things with this team, except win. You know that that it's replacing asking the question (laughs) who can replace Vela in marketing and persona and this and that in my opinion is completely out of the question regarding lafc today because it's going to be the fifth season and the fifth season needs some silver and and, sorry but i don't want the next big you know billboard guy coming to a team and being a failure like slatlan basically and lastly with all this talk about you know, we can bring in this 5 million guy or that 5 million guy. We're starting to sound like Carson. We're starting to sound like on their fifth season. We're starting to, you know, the same thing that criticized Carson with that, you know, they've gone from their Mexican period to their Central American period to their European period, now back to Mexican period. We're about to jump into that ditch and be no different. Than, than Carson and I'm sorry guys but that's not the team I signed up for that's not the team I want to support that's not the identity of a team oh, yeah. I want to support. Oh yeah,
6: hundred percent. I mean,
3: yeah. Well, we're also at that time that things are changing and the roster is changing. But you a, in a like, certain These guys way. are coming and doing their right. contract. But- a twista makes half a million dollars, right? Like we haven't talked about the fact that that man is so underpaid. Like right, talked right, about yeah. making him a
0: DP and, and that's,
3: giving them some
0: real at, money and make him. Yeah, one of the ways I Tuista
3: is gonna this.
9: leave.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead, Katie.
9: I was just saying that Twist is going to be out of here within a year. Yeah, but yeah. if we could. Well,
3: because good. he gets paid half a million dollars. If you give him two million and make him Chuck right. Carl's give him Carl's right. Gill money, right? And give him a mm-hmm. DP and make him our guy. Until I'm sure. July, and tell this to get the F out of here. We're not going to have this 80. problem,
0: man. This is what I'm saying. We have to think beyond so, valet. So this is my this is my question to you guys Would you be okay with them making our Twist a DP?
4: Yeah, most Absolutely, definitely. Yes. You cannot
0: win without that man yeah. in our midfield. It's you need nice. to
3: protect them. By the way, them. Rafael Vega is gonna be the, the the face of the league. The guy's gonna be a record signing for Inter Miami. Let Inter Miami beat that that that, that thing that that foot described. You know, Rafael Vega is the real deal. The East is loading up on guy, in Guys from Brazil. And, and, and the the $6 million very soon is not going to be too much for this league. Um, you know, again, who cares who the next uh, face of the league is? We need to go back to what Foot said. Build it from the middle. Don't let a a leave. He's the most important piece I of everything. Agree. Give them $2 million. That's four times his salary. Otherwise, Palmeiras is going to come here and I'm going to give him a million and a half, right? Which he They have four guys at a million and a half right now. I just tweeted you know what I mean? And they actually are contended for Vela right now. And uh, he, we all I know Antwesta
9: loves being there.
0: He loves
6: yeah, being in LA.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah.
9: He, so he doesn't want to go to Europe or anything no. like that? Like, but if you make two million here and you
3: can be the guy, you know, I, I don't see the reason why you would want to go to Europe. like, like right. that's the I, thing, You know, I think if your out.
6: ceiling is Palmeiras in Brazil, you should stay here. Said I, I do think Antwesta has European ambitions and I think you know, largely with all of it, it's Looking a failure on our roster has been like salary on the bench versus salary on the field. And the last two years we have had way more salary park that is not on the field, every game than salary we have in the field with our Vegas lights guys. You know, if you look at the payroll in the field, it's a fraction of our total salary. And this is one of the real, you know, one of the big problems that we've had the last two years. And it's, it's what, our front office has to get under wraps, is you know, not having all this money sitting on the bench.
8: As a DP, as a DP for starting 2022, I see a Twester going to Europe by July 2022. You know, as a DP, uh, Same. Uh, all the focus on him, him performing for the first four or five months, uh, four months uh, uh, of the season. I could see a European, you know, second tier European uh, team uh, picking him up in the summer window for sure. But he's
0: so much better than that though, bro. He's yeah, so much better he, than a second
8: I mean, tier NLS, team. You know, I mean, look at the three 18-year-olds that went yeah, through, through
3: he
1: can do I'm going to yeah. go back to the thing with the DPs. We, we, we've sort of parked The earlier part of the conversation we are talking about letting in goes, and it's not a popular opinion but guys did start to agree earlier this season. Get a great centre Defend central defender, you know. Give 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 that to the DP. slot. get a guy that can organise the whole defence. Give confidence to his midfield, confidence to their keeper. I think yeah. you, you've you've got to lock the back door if you're actually going to build a team to win. I think anything. you're right.
0: I think you're right. But if you would have said this um like a year and a half ago, I would have disagreed and been like no. People no, no, did it's
1: disagree it's- with me, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: but but I think you're right, Craig. I think that we've shown that that's somewhere that we need uh, a real leader. But we can't forget, man. If Segura is there, we're we're talk- we're not really having this conversation. Segura was that guy for us, right? Like he he really was the leader back there, don't you think?
4: I think he learned from Zimmerman, and then that's when it all happened. Because once Zimmerman was here, he was the main guy coordinating that
0: defense. Yeah, was, but I'm saying it's beat me the punch on that.
6: I was going to say the same thing. You know, Zimmerman was the leader. Uh, Twesta took, or sorry. Um, Segura. Sigour. Segura took over as the leader after Zimmerman left on right. necessity. And before Zimmerman, it was Simon, who was a fantastic backline yep. leader. Right. Yep. And, right. and and thing is, he's experienced.
4: You know, we're getting people like Mama Dufa. He's coming from, I think, Orlando. And he's doing good one in a million times, yeah. but need I do to have
3: that experience. I can Mama de, Mama default, no, my default is a, a high school, yeah, right? He high from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need. i you know,
0: Spanish. I believe. I believe that. Uh, you know, when, it, is by far the most important, but I feel like one of the second most is Segura, and I think that we've seen that more so this year than ever. Um, you know, because at the for a while, everybody was like, "Oh, Mario, Mario," but mario was playing with segura so it was almost like segura was just let him shine but now that segura is out yeah. you see and, where where mario has had problems and it's like and, and oh, you he know what really
4: missing segura segura is there he's not like vela where vela's just you know on
0: vacation he's, in miami exactly segura exactly,
3: he's exactly. i'd with the
9: like to second that one yes. <laughs> yeah
3: you know he's always out you and know he always, it comes out and the is always yep.
0: there. I mean, Celso got a yeah. picture with him right after he got hurt.
3: No, it wasn't me, but someone did. I think it was JP. We, I, JP I think I know, there's another there there that, that was another guy that I love. He won't be. He was always in a cast. He's already in a cast. We're like, wait, what? What's going on here? He's supposed to be. And we I need a, a. We need to a, a defender.
4: Oh. <laughs> walk with the tornado, and he's there right. shaking <laughs> everybody's hand, dude. Oh. Yep. We need a
8: defender. We need a thirty-year-old defender from La Liga. To come to LAFC, we need a guy with 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 strength. We need a guy with height. We need a guy that's going to knock somebody in their ass. Plain but then simple, again, which we what lack,
4: defender is getting paid six million. Back to that, what yeah, they're paying paid a lot of money in La Liga.
0: No, dude, I want a defender from. I want to look at the positions that get USL
3: guys, right? Like, so the defensive midfield has been a liability. Mark Anthony Gay left, and he was the quasi DM we had. Now we have Chrisostomo playing that position. So, I would immediately bring in a DM, someone that can come out of the box playing the ball, but also right. it's a ter- terrific marker. Right. And then I would really consider getting rid of um, um, uh, Chiki Palazzo's man. Like, he's really kind of, in my opinion, the one that's sort of odd man out in that defense. Doesn't feel motivated to me and, and go after a, a top notch winger or someone that's a true left back. To, to, to yeah, play like, that like, position. That, I position. I think, think we do, let
0: right. him and Edwards out. I think they yeah. both go. I'm do, not. I'm, I'm not an Edwards fan. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. He he just makes me nervous all the time. Yeah. Edwards is yeah. a, the
3: good backup, right? Like, wait, but Chicky Palacios is the the national that should be starting. And and but again, all I saw was was him getting abused this past game and, and allowing crosses into a box. You know, uh, one of those you have to go in. It, we were very lucky. right very late in every ball, you know, and fall, like, has the the classic, like, dude, are you okay? Because you're late in every no, ball. No, for sure. Um, you know, and, and, and fall, let's talk about leadership coming early in age. I know we're kind of pivoting here. I'm pivoting. But um, age is not a good predictor of leadership because this kid comes in there and he's been pretty vocal in the defensive side of the ball, you know, and, and giving instructions to everybody, you know. I'd like to see Fall continue to progress into one of the better defensive defensive people in this league. So he might be the the diamond in the rough here that we found throughout all this this nonsense that we went so through. I, I agree, one hundred percent,
0: and I think it's going to be amazing. I think it'll be great when we see Fall and Segura back there together. I think it will be really good. And you know, I, I like I like Fall a lot. I think Fall has shown um, that he deserves to be on this team. And uh, he's putting great work on the back line back there,
4: yeah, you know he's you know Segura he was that good header, you know corner kick scorer. Segura was that before Mamadou and then now Mamadou's taking that spot. but once Segura comes back, is it gonna be fall Segura Murillo
0: Segura Murillo fa I would like to see I would, Se- Se- I would like I, to I see- anticipate someone leaving. I would like yeah. to see Segura. I would like to see Segura and fall. And,
4: uh, he still posted, like Bob said, you know, Vela's not going to start because he's quote unquote injured. But will he start getting that starting spot when Segura's back, or is Mamadou still going to be that starter, or is Morillo the one that's going to?
3: I think get Fall out? is the is an unconditional starter. Yeah. He, no unless he's Well, hurt, a, 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 he's there on death
8: the spot. on paper right now, on paper right now, you have for 2021, 2022, you have Segura. And then you have uh, fall and moon on the right. So whether you go with a f- four back or a five back, you got the left wide
6: open. Um, well, uh, I, Segura is not going to be ready to go beginning of the year. He he if he blew his ACL, that's nine months. So he's he's probably not coming back to the season until summer. Then you
8: definitely need a center
6: back like now,
8: you know, because you can't start. Can't start the season on the wrong foot with some eighteen-year-old
3: in the back line. You, you, right. Yeah, I mean, because right, he's right. coming back, I don't see the team standing in. And you have you know Blackman there, Blackman in there, and then kind of the cheap side that you can get
0: this, this brand let's new let right? Lightman like you know, had a bad game against that's, Minnesota. Bro. Yeah, that's another thing game. I want to bring up. Yeah. Where, Yo, Ross, he was he... a he was he was, you you could tell he has not played. He had a bad game. Against
6: he had I don't he had him. he had like six tackles in the second half and three of them were slide tackles. Right, he right. he let a guy beat him behind him once, but I mean he hasn't been there much. The other thing with Tristan is he's a zero salary cap hit. So he's is he's a crazy but guy Eric, to get rid I of.
8: I honestly see him. I see Blackman and Harvey leaving the roster this December. I see yeah, Blackman and Harvey. Harvey. I hope
0: Harvey Yeah, but where why, why, why do you see Blackman gone?
3: Uh, i don't know just like
6: zimmerman and because he's underpaid and he probably will be in a position that he can get a better deal somewhere you know i again, i, I they, could see they, i could see them trading him if they can get a good deal for him but exactly but, but to, to get, get like rid of a him, money situation but what a, what be, yeah like like i said him. with the salary cap he he's a zero hit he's a zero hit because he's been developed right
0: hey tony we haven't heard from you man you got anything to add
6: well, I'm just
5: listening. I got it. I got out of late for work. That's why I just
0: to my <laughs> I mean, I see you in here, but I haven't heard anything from you, so I just want to make sure if you had anything to add to jump in. Tony,
4: we we missed you in Minnesota. How come you didn't come with us? Uh, man, I had to cancel. I was he, taking it for he, the
0: team. He's taking it for the team, and uh, he, you know, uh, we can't yeah, say can't. that it's his it's fault it. anymore. <laughs> Congrats on the boy, Tony. Thank
8: Congrats you. Thank
3: you. Boy, thank you. Boy. But, uh, yeah, man. This, I, I just want to say a closing comment here on the on the on the on the salary stuff because if you, I just read out some of the salaries of, of the winning team in MLS, and, and we probably do the same with some of these other ones. And you know, the, the reality is that we're very top heavy. You know, we have guys making a ton of money, like Carlos Vela. Diego Rossi was uh, pulling a million, right? And he he left. Brian Rodriguez is pulling a million. Uh, Arango is about 700, you know, you got Nella pulling 500,000, but that's about it, right? Beyond that, you know, you got guys like Raheem Edwards making less than the average, you know, agent in L.A. So, you know, understand who these guys are and what they're, what they're you know, making here and and how top heavy this, this roster is. Maybe we need to make it a little bit more balanced in the middle. To bring yeah. some guys that can pull this up for sure. I mean, Raheem otherwise, one guy like, goes down, there goes. That's the a season, great. That's a, that's a great
6: point. That is a great, yeah. Edwards, great point. Edwards makes under under a hundred thousand a year. Like I think he makes eighty eighty five thousand a year, and it's Romelu unbelievable.
3: Paul, it's a minimum contract. So yeah, a lot of these guys are playing with a little chip on their shoulder. Danny Musavski made it, makes eighty five thousand. Tomas Romero makes eighty one thousand. Bryce Duke makes ninety thousand. Right, like. I mean, these are like regular average salaries that in Los Angeles requires multiple people to make. it. So, you know, everybody's playing for that next big jump here. And L.A. has not done a good job rewarding some of these guys with the next contract up with very few exceptions because – of our reliance in guys like Bella. Yeah, you know, and again, right. maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I man. see black men
6: what we really need to become a Yeah, and, and you know, just just consider salary on the field versus salary that's not on the field. And I think that's that's really another way to look at the team that's helpful.
8: Yeah, because I see black men just, like just like Kay. I see black men just like Kay. He's not yeah. gonna like he's not gonna like the treatment from the front office come December and he's gonna ask to be traded or he's gonna be released, uh to, to the draft, like you know, when and uh, Zimmerman were, and uh, he's gonna jump out, New, Ze- New England, or that's something. right. There's a
3: draft coming up. That's a good point. You know, there might be a draft designated player giving and end up in, in Carolina, you know, but it's good for him, you know, whatever. But get these guys playing time in the, in the league and value them. I we're always welcome, you know, the Walker Zimmerman story. Um, is, is a good one. It's a positive one. Now he's a U.S. men's national uh, starter. And Tristan has been in lists like that, that he's like a fringe U.S. men's national guy. So, you know, good to, for him. I think he should seek something, uh, you know, outside of LA because we've become this international team that apparently the goalkeeper cannot communicate with his backs, that cannot communicate with his wingers because we all speak different languages, you know. And, and that's what I'm telling you. A
8: 30 year old Spanish La Liga defender who's an international who's played champions speaks English and a right, right. center back he'd be the perfect fit in LA uh, no matter who's in goal you know the, I mean you guys yeah. have been talking about the, the whole Spanish thing but Moon I mean if, if there's a problem with the goalie of the defense then what what's the problem with the whole team and Moon so I mean
4: I think it, Moon is the know, really outsider because he doesn't really like going through his Instagram you know it's just no, not a lot of English. So he probably does not even have a lot of communication. with
0: the Well, guys. he did. He did actually say a couple of things in English uh, not too long ago, and he oh, actually he, did? He, he spoke it. He spoke it actually pretty good, uh, but he doesn't speak a lot of it. But Sifu has. <laughs> it's
3: been a year too, man. That, that, that S- has Sifu
0: Sifu is uh, really tight with Moon, and um, I'm sure they you know they try to do their best. And, and the cool story yeah. that I heard about Moon from the very beginning is that his translator tries to let moon figure things out first and then when someone will say something to him in english or spanish he asked moon to they the the translator will ask moon to repeat it and if moon has trouble he'll correct moon and like explain to him how to say things and then have him say it so i thought that was a pretty cool story yeah that's pretty um, good nice. you know
1: uh, I sympathize but... with him because I know it's like not being understood, you
2: know. <laughs> yes, yeah. What did you just me, say? Me what did too. You say?
1: Where's, where's your queen?
8: You lost your queen's English, man. Look, Come on. Look,
2: look, Monk, Monk, uh, he went viral in the video knocking the the referee. You know, when he was, he got like five his, his stitches or something. Like, he went viral. That video went viral. When yeah, he, he got hit. it
0: on. He got them stitches on the on the pitch. By the way, they were they were stitching him up right then.
2: Yeah, used that thing. It was like, oh my god, he came from nowhere and hit the freaking referee. We're like, oh, cow! It was like, oh it was yeah. like stunting out. He was like, <clears throat> it was Mo- like
0: Moon is a good player, you know. And I see what Foot's saying. I still want someone from you know. Uh, over in Italy or it France. Italians, the Italian tradition is not
8: to learn English. <laughs> I know it is, Italy, I still, English I still Italy, want yeah. them to come and
0: play for LAFC, but that's just what I want.
8: People don't like you
0: when you're Italian and speak English, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> It's true. It's very, very true. Well, look, man, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you guys joining, having this conversation with me. Um, hopefully tomorrow – you know, look, hopefully we bring in, hopefully what JP said is true. We, we come out and we beat, uh, you know, Seattle and we get three points there. This this would be an incredible um, situation for LAFC. Hey, if, if they take us lightly and think that we're, you know, on our last leg and he rests people and we win this match, bro, we're doing good. Uh, but, you know, it's super optimistic, and, and, you know, it's all we can be at this point right now because of the situation the LAFC has put themselves in. But, um, you know, I appreciate all you guys joining. It's been – we're at that two-hour mark. And, uh, yeah, so you've been listening to the Voices of the Black and Gold. I hope you all have a great rest of your day.
6: Bye, guys.